Welcome inside the vault. This is a collection of previously unreleased lessons from eight-figure entrepreneurial mastermind Arjun Robbins. And in case you didn't see the warning label, this content can be explicit and it is for serious entrepreneurs only. This week's lesson is the second part of Arjun's talk on finding peace of mind. He reveals the key to peace of mind is having faith. Not in a religious sense, but in knowing that your systems and processes that you created will serve you well when the challenges come. Let's go to the vault. Working with Arjan is like having a shortcut to future you. Every time I can have an opportunity to spend time with Arjun, I try to take it and be a sponge. I thought everyone was crazy. You know, they were running to the front of the stage to see this person. Arjun's wearing his crazy shirt. You know, he drinks tiger blood in the morning just for fun, and he's like breathing down my throat. Sometimes it's terrifying to work with him. It's like he's looking into your soul, but it's, it's growth the whole way. So where does peace of mind come from? I've been studying this since 1999. And I could be wrong, but this is the conclusion that I've come to. After studying thousands and thousands and thousands of owners of small law firms, this is what I've come this is the conclusion that I've come to. Peace of mind comes from faith. Peace of mind comes from faith. I don't think you can have faith. I don't think you can have peace of mind unless you have faith. If you don't have faith that things are going to work, you can't really have peace of mind. But think about the person who has faith. In the middle of a storm, in the middle of chaos, in the middle of all the crazy stuff going on, the person who has faith has peace of mind and they're in control of themselves And so therefore they can act upon the circumstances instead of being a victim of the circumstances that are happening around them. Little tangent. Praise. And I'm not a particularly religious person and I don't want this to come off like a religious sermon. This is not what this is. Uh, I, I have total respect for anyone's religious beliefs. This is not what this is. But I say things like faith and I say things like praise and people start thinking it's about religion. It's not about religion. It's about faith and it's about giving people praise. You don't have to be religious or in a church to, give, to have faith that something's going to work and to give a person praise, right? But think about the level of emotional maturity where most people's praise comes from. Most people give praise before or after the thing they're giving praise for. After. That's not praise. That's just saying thank you. That's just being polite. Study all the major religions, and they all agree on this point. Giving praise is something you do before the gift. 
because you've got faith that the gift is coming. You give your staff praise before they've done a good job because you have faith that you've given them all the training, all the tools, all the resources, all the opportunities to do a good job, and you've got faith in your systems and your processes and your procedures and the, and the methodology that you followed in finding and hiring these people in the first place. Then you can give people real praise. You can say, I'm giving you praise for the great job I know you're going to do. And it's real and it's authentic and they can feel it because it's real and it's authentic. And if you say it like it's a script, and I know we've all read these management books, I've read them too, and they say, you should give your staff praise. And basically, this is what's happening. This is on an energetic level, this is what's happening. I'm going to act this out for you. Oh, shit. I desperately hope this person doesn't completely fuck up. I have no way of knowing whether they know what they're doing or not. But the book says that I should give them praise. Uh, I, I have confidence in you that you're going to do a great job. Right? And it's just like you're sucking, all, you're sucking all the goodness out of that relationship. Praise requires faith. So let's talk about how you get faith. You earn faith. You earn it for yourself. Faith comes from preparation. Faith comes from maintenance. Faith comes from ongoing attention to the things that matter to you. If you think something through and you plan something out and you care enough about it to write it down and you respect yourself enough to get someone who knows what they're talking about to give you some objective feedback about that which you've written down because you've thought it through and planned it out. And then you devise some simple tests to make sure that it works before you just, you know, take a leap of faith. You don't take a leap of faith in business. You take little incremental steps. You test something, it breaks, you go back and you fix it. You test something, it breaks, you go back and you fix it. You test something, it breaks, you go back and you fix it. That's how you build a solid business that you can have faith in that it's going to keep working for you. So you want peace of mind. You, at this point, you, you recognize the price you're paying for not having peace of mind, right? Personally, it's devastating to our personal relationships to not have peace of mind. Parenting without peace of mind, it's, it's almost child abuse. Don't you think? 
being a spouse or a significant other, when you yourself don't have peace of mind, I mean, that's what causes a lot of divorces, isn't it? Running a business without peace of mind, it's expensive, it's excruciating, it's scary. You're basically operating your business as if you were a moron. And I'm telling you, I've been there, I've done that. I'm not, I'm not judging you. I, I've been there, I've done that, and sometimes I catch myself doing it still. But you put systems in place, and you surround yourself with the right people who can call you out on it, who are empowered to call you out on it, who, who are incentivized to call you out on it. So think about what happens when you have faith in your, think about what happens when you've got peace of mind when it comes to your team. Peace of mind that you hired the right people. Peace of mind that you hired the right people because you took the time to think through what you needed the people to do. You took the time to create a scorecard for what you were looking for in an employee. You took the time to engineer the position for how the position was supposed to work and how the position was supposed to make a profit for you and how you were going to grade and score and keep track of the performance of whoever was doing the position. And so then you devised and created a recruiting mechanism where that brought you lots and lots of prospective candidates so you weren't just hiring the first warm body that walked through the door, but you were really making the, be- the choice of the best, not a choice of the only. And you took the time to start the recruiting process before you were desperately looking for someone's help so you could make an empowered decision instead of a desperate decision. And then you invest the time to set that person up for success by not hiring the wrong person and set that person up for success by implicitly or better yet explicitly telling them when you're recruiting them that while we don't make it easy for you to come to join our firm, we don't make it easy for anyone to come to join our firm, which is how you, how you know that you're not going to be surrounded by a bunch of crazy people at work because we have high standards. And you got the peace of mind of knowing that you invested the time to devise and create an onboarding process, an onboarding mechanism. And then you invested the time and the money to pay that person to go through the training before you throw them into the, in, into the line of fire, before you throw them into the middle of something. You actually take the time to train them. And I don't mean for a couple of hours. I mean for a couple of weeks. The first couple of weeks is just training. And then you give them documented processes and documented procedures and documented systems and documented checklists. Systems run businesses. And you've got metrics and KPIs as key performance indicators that you're using to objectively measure people's performance. And then you have peace of mind when you fire their fucking ass. And you don't sit there beating yourself up for months. Well, I don't know. Did I, did I give them a chance? Did I not give them a chance? Did I give them all the tools I need? Did I not give them all the tools I need? Am I being fair or am I not being fair? No, you gave them every chance. You set them up for success and they simply threw it in the garbage. 
for each new CEO, COO, COO that we recruit to provide services to you, we probably interview between five and 10. Many of those interviews end with them telling me to fuck off because of the questions that I'm asking and the pressure that I'm putting them under. For real. They respond to a short job description. They put their name backwards in the subject line. A third of them don't ever do that, so we don't bother looking at their resume. We ask them to write a short paragraph about why we're asking them to write a short paragraph about a message to Garcia. About half of them don't do that, or they get it wrong. Then we do a screening interview. Then we do a quiz. Then they interview on the phone with three different people from our team before they talk to me. And about 10 people go through this process for everyone that actually even gets to me. And I talk to five for everyone that we actually hire. And then once we hire them, for the first six weeks, they get their full base salary plus all benefits. And their job for the first six weeks is to do nothing but go through our training. And that is why I can, without any hesitation, say you're fucking fired because you fucking suck because I set you up for success like nobody's business and you threw it in the garbage. Am I being unfair and unreasonable at that point? That's how I have peace of mind. That's how I have peace of mind when I hire them. That's how I have peace of mind when I fire them. That's how I have peace of mind when I hand them a million dollars of business that I went out and, and, and bled and sweated and cried for in some cases, and I hand a million dollars of business over to one of these CEOs or COOs or CFOs and say, please don't fuck this up. And I can say to them, I know you're going to do a great job because I've set you up for success to do a great job. That's where the peace of mind comes from. Sound like a better way to go through life? I promise you I wasn't born knowing this stuff. I learned this stuff through the school of hard knocks. This whole live quarterly meeting is dedicated to giving you all the tools and resources and training that you need to get yourself some peace of mind. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Be sure to tune in next week for more lessons from the vault.